Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Richie. Maybe on Walker. Pew. Pew! That'll do it! That will do it! Pew for Bournemouth! The roof of the gold sands is raised! Everyone here knows what that could mean to this football club. Hello, happy Easter and welcome to Back of the Net. It's the second look. You may be watching or you may be listening. This is the podcast. My name's Sam Davis. My name's Tom Jordan. We're the home of AFC Bournemouth content. So if you're watching on YouTube, we'd truly appreciate it. If you maybe click that thumbs up because it really helps with the algorithm. But also, if you're not subscribed already, subscribe to the channel. I've started this pod a little bit understated you have but you know what i'm delighted i'm delighted what a weekend what a weekend we needed that didn't we yeah massive um and i think considering it didn't they didn't all go bad but there was a few results in there that maybe a surprise i thought west ham but fulham winning was a bit of a surprise so we really needed to go and get the job done and it's it's more important than a win because it's against a team around us and we we've struggled with that early in the season so it was it was crucial um, it was a good time to play them and we, we took full advantage and I actually thought from minute one to right to the end I thought we were we were the better team, we were, we were good. So yeah, I'm really happy mate. And according to the stats we've now got just a 15% chance of going down mate. Never That's down. not bad is it? Let's, oh, let's take a look at the league table. If you're watching, well you'll know where we are because you can see it but if you're listening, we are 15th, the Dizzy Heights. <laughs> There was a chance that pending a few results on the following day that we could have actually gone further down the table. But Mm. with Leeds United getting slapped up 5-1 by Crystal Palace, we didn't. So yeah, 15th and that puts us, what, three points clear of the drop zone. Nottingham Forest, Leicester City and Southampton currently vacate those spots. And in the last 15 games between all of them, not one of them has picked up a win. Bournemouth, on the other hand, as you can see by that form three wins in the last five so that leaves the baseline tracker table looking like this of course we're on minus three at the moment but it's starting to shape up at the bottom as well saints have been down there for for a long time now west ham still not the greatest but forest leicester you can see what it looks like so Mm. the stats are good and very good I've said it so many times about the flip-flopping of emotions match to match and all we want to see is some consistency. We're not getting that, but no. at least we beat a team in and around us and that's one thing that we need to hold on to. Yeah, definitely. I don't think... I think, you know, we're all realistic to know consistency is not going to be winning week in, week out in the Premier League. Mm. It's going to be difficult, but I think it's more consistency in the way we want to play, the way we set up and uh, to know what our team is and, you know, and what we're about. And I think... That's what's been questioned lately because even from 
the same week the the system and the roles of players are completely different yeah. and it's 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 quite strange sometimes especially when you you see how we perform in Leicester with certain players in in better roles but yeah it was a it was a big win mate and at the end of the day the out of the three games that we had in the week we this was the one we needed to win yeah. uh, against Leicester so I certainly would have taken losing to Brighton if it meant we beat Leicester so Mm. So coming up on the channel, we'll get we're going to have an away day review mm. of the Leicester fan experience. That's good. That's going to be very interesting. So make sure you're subscribed for that. And later on in the show, you'll look forward to us doing the predictor. Ooh. That's where we get our teeth sunk into the remaining fixtures of, I suppose, all of the clubs that are involved yeah, and look, we'll we'll probably create our own cut off point i think the table probably makes it obvious as to where we should probably stop predicting but look you predicted the teams now yeah, after the game in the week against brighton mm. i thought there might be some changes i think there was the, there was a change or two mm. as it happened yeah unfortunately or fortunately depending on how you look at it your prediction of mm. uh Kelly moving into centre and Vini coming in didn't quite work, but there were some changes up top as well. Yeah, no, I was, I was to be fair, I was happy that Mepham come in. I think I just kind of thought, is he really going to chuck him in when he said he's not good enough for the bench? But he did, and Meps, I think, in the end, you know, earned the right to do that. He hadn't let us down this season. He's been great and he played well in the game. So, yeah, he came in, obviously, Sinesi. I, I did think that he wouldn't be able to recover if he's mm. done anything. Um, just obviously one even a week ago um, and yeah good to see Christy Christy in there with Billen and Matara still coming in I, I, I thought to have my yeah might have had enough of a break to maybe mm. start this one but obviously not quite yeah. Uh, but yeah pleased to see Rothwell come in as well obviously I didn't realise Trevor was injured mm. but um, I think Rothwell, Billen and Lerma is just the best balance at the moment yeah. in our midfield so yeah I was pleased with that mate as, as for them did manage to predict Vardy playing. Um, I didn't think Christensen would actually, which was, uh, I think, Samari coming as well. And uh, they played Pereira a little bit higher than they, they normally do. So, yeah, it, was, it wasn't it was too many surprises, but there was a few little tweaks in there. But both teams had ammo on the bench as well. I've got to say, and you'll have known this through chatting to me in the pub before the game, I haven't felt really pessimistic before a game. I'm always full of optimism. Mm, mm. From this, I don't know. I just, I, just, I just felt as though we were going to lose. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. I think... I think I said uh, before the game, obviously it, it transpired that way, but I did think the first goal would be massive. And I think yeah. it's well, this stage of the season when you've got six pointers, so to speak, um, at the bottom, the home team, it can really check. Because if you get the early goal, the crowd get behind them, they're like the 12th man. If you concede early as the home team, it can get quite nasty in there. Mm. And, it gets, and that's, that's what happened. And we had to start front foot and take it to them first half. And to our credit, I know we only got the one and it was late on in the half. But we should have been. We were fully deserving of that lead at half-time. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we started on the front foot, which we haven't always done this season. Even recently, like, the good performance against Fulham was all in the second half. Yeah. Um, we haven't had too many good first-half performances this year, I wouldn't say. So that was pleasing. When I was in the car on the way back from the skip with Tiggs and Ben and Ethan, I was, I was just looking at the highlights on Sky Sports. Obviously, they package each game into three minutes. And it was ages before they showed a Leicester chance. And so, mm. really... In the first half, there wasn't really much, but tell you what, we had a few chances. So I'm talking the billing free kick, mm. Dom Solanke dragging it wide. There were other chances as well where we should have got in, yeah. but I was starting to think, oh, oh God, we're not taking our chances here. Mm. And I didn't quite realise that billing's free kick actually scraped the outside of the post, yeah. didn't it? Yeah, we were saying about that. I think from our angle, it looked like it just gone wide. Yeah. Didn't really see the ping off the post, but um, yeah, he's dangerous in, in that area and it was a decent, decent attempt from him. But yeah, I think it was more, like you say, Dom dragged one wide. But I think it was more, it was the territory. We had all of it, and obviously I'm sure we'll get onto it, but it kept breaking down in a certain area. Yeah. But we were getting into that into that final third um, really, really well. From from the defence all the way up to kind of in and around the box. Mm. We were we were coasting, and then it was just our decision-making really at times that um, was letting us down. But in terms of the actual the way the game was panning out early on, we were well in control. Mm. And I was, as I was wandering down to get my half-time pilot, I was thinking... Are we going to rue this? Because yeah. if we come in level here, then they're going to only improve, I would have thought. But um, yeah, fortunately, I'm sometimes, not. Sometimes I, I wish you'd have your half pint, half time pint after five minutes or something. I might have to start doing it, mate. But you were talking about the fact that we were in their territory quite a lot. And uh, mm. I think the average positions demonstrate that. We're going early here by, um, by showing you these. But look, you can see here that, wow, I mean, Leicester only had three players in our half. But... You can see here that we have just five outfield players, so the other five are actually in their half, which is feels like probably, you know, mm. given the way we play, some of the most advanced positioning that 
that we've had. It it's almost like we smell blood during this game, mm. and then Gary O'Neill said to them, "Come on, yeah, let's go and do it." And we smelt blood because Leicester were Leicester were poor. Yeah, and yeah. This is not just me being snide and no, no. cheeky after the game. I, I, they're the worst team we played this season, and you know 100%. Southampton probably the next closest, and they beat us. Yeah, no, hundred percent, mate. I think. Don't want to go into it too much this year because we've got to give our lads credit and it was a big win for us. But I totally agree. I think, I mean, they're the only team we've done a double on um, mm. for a reason. I, I couldn't, I've got a few Leicester fans that were at the game and the um, mates that are Leicester fans in the Leicester end and I just said to them, I mean, I thought we had a chance because I've seen your form, but I could not believe how bad they were because mm. you can't help but look at the players and think, well, they can't be that bad. Look no. at the players they've got available. The summit's not right there. It, you know, you, you never know fully, but it feels like a lot of them players going for emotions thinking, worst case scenario, we'll probably get a move. You know, mm. Madison's players like that, they're going to get a move, Harvey Bar. They're just, they're just awful. I, mm. I couldn't believe it. Um, yeah, it was, was really surprising, but we deserve credit for that because we took full advantage. Um, we pressed apart the pitch, we didn't sit off them. So, yeah, but I, it surprised me. It almost felt like they were paying us respect and I thought, yeah, really, where we are in the league compared to you, you shouldn't be paying us respect. You need This is a bloody massive game for you, but... Yeah, they're not right at the moment, but fortunately for us, we, we definitely took advantage, mate, from the first whistle. Yeah, from the first whistle. So you see in the match timeline on screen now at the moment, and you'll see there that, yeah, Joe Rothwell was booked on 33, but then an early substitution mm. on 38 minutes. It's, uh, you know, Gary O'Neill did it when he knew that you were going for a beer, mate, on that. But <laughs> yeah, so Dango Watara coming off a. Tavernier and I mean Dongo was was poor I thought during yeah. that yeah I feel for him a little bit because it, it does seem to coincide with this um, fasting etc I think a few people said that um, I think it might have been Chris Temple actually saying that they obviously can monitor things and uh, they kept going over and talking to Tavernier and, and it looked like it was something to do with energy levels which surprised me because actually watching the game obviously I don't know all this stuff so I didn't think it was his energy levels he mm. was bombing on, getting the ball all the time. It was his decision-making was awful. Mm. And alluded to it earlier, but we were getting in down that side every single time and he was messing it up, yeah. unfortunately. Um, I've said a few times that he's, he's raw, he's 20. We, we shouldn't be relying on him as much as we are, in my opinion, anyway. But what I will say is that is that is a top, top-class decision from Gary Neal. Um, he's looking at it going, we're so on top down this side, I can't even wait till half-time because mm. every time we get in, our left winger's messing it up. I need to get a left winger that hopefully won't mess it up. Brings Tavernier on, hell of a decision. Uh, but if it's energy levels, then I do, I do question why he's starting the game. Mm. It's not just you could say, oh, well, Tavernier's not great at the moment with his fitness. Yeah, we have got Jane Anthony as well. We have got other options. So that's the only thing that I would question. But brilliant, brilliant decision to to take Dango off. It seems to be that you know, no disrespect intended, that when we play the more beatable teams, mm. he's making much more bolder decisions. Whereas when we played, yeah. say, Brighton, I thought we should have got something against them. We didn't. But when you when we're playing teams of a certain calibre, he's maybe a little bit more passive in maybe. both tactics, but also the decision making as well. Mm. But this was a really good decision, and you know, not that Tavernier was overly involved in the build up to the first goal, but it actually came from the flank that he was on. Mm. But it had an in, an instant impact almost, it and did, yeah. uh, you know it came from from a source. The assist was mm. an England player. He has got good assist numbers, to be fair. Yeah, he has. I mean, I I was just chatting to Ticks at the time because I think Leicester had the ball and they, you know, obviously were building up from the back, and I mm. thought nothing of it. I just thought it was going to be a period of play where you could afford to have a chat to the person who's next <laughs> to you, and then all of a sudden the crowd's getting what, what's going on. Things Phil Bill's got the freedom of the park, but. Was that an intended back pass to the keeper from Madison? I guess so. I mean, I've got to give credit to my boy Jeff. He put him under a bit of pressure and he forced him to go backwards. And Phil Bill anticipated the very well. pass before the ball was kicked, which yeah. was great. Yeah, very well. It's one of them. You see it a lot and uh, don't always get capitalised on like it like it was from Phil. But yeah, it was. Uh, you can see as soon as Madison done it, his head and hands, he, yeah. he couldn't believe what he'd done. He just didn't see him. But um, yeah, I think I was on about step three heading mm. down to... I was actually a little bit later. I thought, uh, yeah, I've missed the foot. I was about 39-ish. So you saw the celebration then, did you? If you I didn't quite make that. I just ran back, yeah. Because oh, okay. uh, you, know, you, you never actually know, but the cheer was so... I thought it's got to be Bournemouth. Did so, you? You weren't. Yeah, yeah you weren't. Did you? You didn't have any element of doubt, no. No, I don't think so. Because as soon as I thought that's too close, like, I'm literally. Yeah. And then as soon as I turned around, I could see a few people. So yeah, I went and joined in. But uh, yeah, credit to Bill and mate, and it's amazing that um, what what happens when he's in them areas of the pitch. I mean, this is what I, I just want to get into yeah. that a little bit. Actually, is we've seen a lot of things um, lately of 
which I get for people that don't clearly don't watch Bournemouth like we do. Um, Name names: Danny Murphy, match of the day, right? Alex Crook, who actually does go to a few Bournemouth games on, but it's talk sports, so he's probably yeah. just clickbaiting. And uh, Stephen Warnock on Sky. Um, I think they're claiming. I think Alex Crook claimed Gary Neal could be up for manager of the season. Right. Uh, Stephen Warnock said what he's done with Billing, putting him in that advanced role. Unbelievable from Gary Neal, which that was that was Jonathan Woodgate, I think, <laughs> um, that put him in that advanced role. The only person that's taken him out in that advanced role recently was Gary Neal himself. Yeah. And Danny Murphy said that, yeah, with Gary Neal, just that always on the front foot, always positive. And it just, it is, honestly, if, you, if you're watching this and you're on them similar lines thinking... All the all the same as them people. We're not trying to be negative, but we go to every game. That is all absolute load of crap. You know that they've just watched a highlights package that's been put together rather yeah. than the whole game, and they obviously don't watch much of Bournemouth. Yeah, and it's it's a slow run, so I want to get out of the way because I think this game that we're discussing, yeah. Gary Neal was bang on, and we played really well, and we deserve to get into the positive. So I kind of want to get it done, but it yeah, it's it is it is a load of rubbish, and I since he's got the job permanently, I think Liverpool game bang on. One half against Fulham and then this game. That's mm. it. And we've played a lot of lot of football matches, by the way. Um, but yeah, the, in terms of the billing thing, that he deserves a lot of credit for how he's been this season. He'll certainly be up for our player of the season, that's for sure. But we've just played three games, obviously, in the week. We've won two of them. There was one game that billing was just weirdly given a role to play in between our centre-halves, and that was the game we lost. Mm. And that was a decision by our manager. So he's not the one that's put Pillin yeah, in this yeah. role, is what I want to say. And... Yeah, we're not normally front foot. But what I would say in this game, you mentioned it earlier, he smelt blood, Leicester weren't right, we were causing problems and the decisions he made were proactive and, and it got us to win. And I'm just I'm just really hoping that this is another bit of evidence that Fulham game, yeah. we were awful, went front foot and we won the game. Brighton, we just sat back all game, Billings in the defensive role, we get beat. Leicester, we go for it and we win the game. Mm. Just it's quite obvious. Um, so yeah, I hope we get into that. But yeah, as I say, Billing being in that role, as we all know, he scores goals, and it was the perfect man for it to fall to, mate. Because yeah. if anyone, I don't know if you agree, but if anyone's in that position in our team, I want it to be Phil Billing. And a right-footed finish as well. It was. I think the keeper got a touch, didn't he? Yeah, he was. He was further out than I thought. Maybe he was trying to uh, trying to help out and try and get. Was out. that goal out with, when he struck the ball? Was it outside the box? Oh yeah, I'm not sure actually. Because that be. might be another goal outside yeah, the box. We've had Tallinn, we've had Phil Bill against yeah. Forest. We haven't had many, but no. that that could be one. And and it was just a first touch, wasn't it? Yeah, he, didn't it was, take yeah. It. he just yeah, let yeah. it and just yeah. yeah, perfect finish, mate. So yeah, you just wonder whether you know other players might have overthought it and tried to go around the keeper or something. Don would have definitely taken a few touches with yeah. the, the. I think it's a it's definitely a confidence thing. But, I think you want the player that's your top goal scorer. To. Phil, I thought was was just having an excellent game breaking up the play yeah, and yeah. like you said and, I, and like I said so that smelling of blood and we'll take a look at the heat maps mm. now and look I mean look how high Kelly is on this and this is also reflected in the heat map as mm. well because Leicester really did not pose a threat they were barely in our our first third at all yeah whereas whereas like we were all over it so you know Kelly and Smith could afford to actually be very very high and what that meant was that the you know defensive midfield had some really nice combination play going at times yeah. and I felt that we just we dominated the ball and I don't know what the stats were possession wise for the first half I know it changes because Leicester had more of the ball in the second as we sort of sat back which you kind of do I suppose yeah. it's such a big game but in the first half it felt like we had so much possession and they had so little yeah it just felt really comfortable didn't it and it felt like even when they did have the ball there was no threat at all and they were there was moans and groans in from mm. the Leicester fans because they weren't really doing anything with it. And what I liked, is we've said a lot lately, that Smithy's been trying to get width, but Kelly's tucked in a lot, and yeah. he because he's used to. Play. But they both went and just let Lerma sit in front, yeah. and that's what I liked that because um, it meant we could develop things out wide as well. And it was weird because their right hand side, they had obviously had Castagna at right back, mm. but they were playing Pereira in front, who's naturally a fullback. So you'd think they'd be more solid down that side. Mm. For some reason, it, it just didn't work for them, and and we took advantage. But yeah, it. I mean, it's got to be one of the games. I mean, I think, like you said, I think in the end it ended up 51% possession of Leicester, yeah. 49 to us. Uh, that's a win for us because we never normally hit the 40s. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, I'll take that. But, yeah, for sure, mate, just everything about it from, from minute one just felt, it felt right. There felt like it was more of a balance. I do think, I'm sure we're giving more shout-outs, but I do think Christy helps that. He's probably more of an intelligent footballer than we've given credit for. Certainly, I I haven't. I, I tweeted, actually, um, 
saying that after that January window, I thought his days were numbered with us, to mm. be honest with you, and fair play to the guy, because um, he, he'd certainly be one of the first names on the team sheet in our next game, in my opinion. And also, again, I, I think Celeste has been brilliant, but Mepham, he, yeah. did, he does bring a lot of um, composure sometimes. When, when you're a team on top, I think Mepham's quite good because he's 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 comfortable with the and he's happy to kind of step into them areas. Um, and I thought he he was excellent. So once again, this thing of us not having a very good squad, I think I keep saying it to people, it mm. is a load of crap. Yeah, yeah, We've just got... bought in Mepham. He can't get in our squad, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Come straight in. He's he's brilliant. He walk into Leicester's too. And I think we need to give a shout out to Adam Smith as well, who seems brilliant. to he's brilliant. I don't know. I I don't think he's overly happy with the fans. It seems like, and That's at the end, concern. someone alluded to the fact that he he might have had to be coaxed over to to sort of wave and you yeah. know to the fans, which we you know we don't know whether that's the case or not. But um, mm. I, I I can see why he he might feel like that because some some calls yeah. have given him a fair bit of stick. However. His performance on the pitch was second to none. Yeah, he was exactly. brilliant. I mean, I can yeah, totally. It must be horrible. But I, I do think that most of the stuff has been online. Mm. You know, where I can't. He hasn't got booed like Kelly did, no, by no, the way. No. And Kelly comes over. Yeah. Um, to be fair, so most of it's been online. And I think if you listen to everything online, then all of them would be because yeah, everyone gets stick on. You know, we know mm. it's like well, we do. Yeah, um, yeah. but in this game alone, I thought he was brilliant. He was front foot. He every fifty fifty went in and got. He went forward when he needed to, but I thought defended really well. Um, he was putting balls in quite early. Yeah, um, yeah I thought I thought he was really good, and I hope I hope that's not the case. That he's really I understand he'd be a bit frustrated, but I think if we're going to discuss kind of the, the game as a whole, where he was brilliant, I think from a fans' perspective, I thought we were brilliant all game. I thought mm. oh, the away the way in was really good compared to what it has been recently. Mm. Um, and Smithy didn't get any. We were singing his name a lot, mm. so um, yeah, I was really really pleased for him because. I've said it before, I do think sometimes when there needs to be a scapegoat, it often seems to be the players that aren't brand new and shiny. Yeah, yeah. I can remember Simon Francis being a scapegoat, Andrew Sermon, Steve Cook. Steve Cook. Yeah. They're all players that have uh, been incredibly loyal to the football club. But I think some sometimes, particularly online, it gets to that you just want something brand new yeah. um, because they've been around for so long. So you start going, oh, they're finished. He's not finished. He might, he might have lost a few yards. He's not going to be the same player as he was 10 years ago. But Adam Smith is a, a crucial and reliable player. Um, I know sometimes you want to see a full-back bombing on beating two men. Yeah, but, but it's not the same. But it? in a game when you go 1-0 up, Smith is very reliable. I said on Twitter, and uh, I don't know why this is, but managers seem to like build up credit in the bank. So when things go wrong, there's there's a lot more patience with fans. Mm. Whereas with players, you, you know, Smith's been exemplary for us for yes. season on seasons but for some reason we Cut don't the have the patience yeah, but weird. I suppose that's because we know that we could replace him with someone else from the squad quite easily whereas a manager is yeah. not you know not that disposable I suppose mm. but um, even still I just think that some of the and look we've been critical as well mm. um, we're not trying to say that it's you know it's everyone else doing it because we have been critical over some moments that he's had but yeah for sure He's a, you know he's a he's a great player. I thought he had a great he had game, a great so, game. I yeah. don't think Smithy would Smithy wouldn't say he he would feel personally he's had a brilliant season. No. You know I think he'd be the first to say that. But also surely he's going to decline a little bit with, with age. Mm. But um, I think equally he's probably his, his roles changed a lot um, in different times. There was times of season where he was having to tuck in yeah, when yeah. he plays a third centre half. So yeah, I, but I think his experience is is going to get him through. And I think I think you're right, mate. I think the fact that brand new and shiny Ryan Fredericks is, is there and he's had a few decent performances mm. I know he's had a few knocks there which I, I think does come to play um, and I think what happens is when a player hasn't played for a while like Jack Stacey you start forgetting what he's like and think well Stacey's mm. quite why can't Stacey be given a chance yeah. and I don't want to be too critical of Jack Stacey and kick the ball for a while but he's not as good defensively yeah. as Adam Smith yeah. and some, if you think Smith he's bad defensively Stacey gets caught a lot he's yeah, got a lot yeah. of good attributes Stacey there's a reason he, he doesn't get in the squad so in the second half, we we started it relatively well, and we mm. we had some we had some great chances. Uh, there was a bit of a scramble at the far post. I think uh, Phil Bill he got into that advanced position, putting Dom Solanke. I thought he did as well as he could. He was kind of stretching with the yeah, shot, but the keeper you know good save there. But and then at a, a certain point, a change is made where Jay Rothwell comes off, yeah. who I thought had a great game. I thought he was a really good game, but pulling the strings. Obviously, he was on a yellow. We mm. don't know whether that was to protect him, maybe, or maybe he was running low on gas. But he was replaced by Lewis Cook, which, you know, which isn't a bad substitution. No. But we thought it was a bit yeah. strange because he was having such a good game. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm trying to. I think I think the yellow card, like I could may, maybe could play a part. But I th I think 
Oh, I, mean, I, I did say it in for the last game because I dropped him in my team section, which was I got right, didn't I? For the when he got yeah, left, yeah. because I think people are forgetting how long Rothwell's had out. Yeah. And I know everyone thinks he's been back for ages, but these quick games in succession, um, when he hasn't, I don't know if he has played a night. If he has, it's been very few. So I do wonder if his if his levels are kind of make sure he gets gets because when it's and when it's bang on sixty, you think has he been told he can play an hour? And maybe his energy levels, you know, were were dipping. But I think he's he's going well under the radar. And when you watch him up close and personal, I think he's so clever. And it's the way that when he when he receives the ball, he's always thinking forward. Mm. He never does a side. But you know, Lerma's no, one of them really. players. I know he's a bit deeper, but we get the ball happy to just distribute it. So Roffel's always trying to be penetrative. Yeah, well, like it's hard <laughs> to say that. I won't try that again. But um, I thought he was brilliant. But yeah, I, I, at the time I was thinking, oh, I want Rothwell to stay on, but you forget Lewis Cook's quite a handy player. So, and maybe it was a reaction to they had just made a uh, they just made a couple of changes, haven't they themselves? Mm. Um, so maybe he's thinking freshen it up in there. They might have a bit more of the ball. Who knows? But it didn't it didn't change too much, which was the main thing. Yeah. So when when you make substitutions, obviously sometimes there's concern from within the fan base. It's going to be a bit snafu for a bit. Um, do you like what I did there? I know exactly what you did there. What he is there? If you don't play Wordle, there'll be people that know. <laughs> There was a word on what a snafu, right? I've never heard it. Before. And I've been, how many, I can't remember where I was. I've, Your I've, streak is ridiculous. Yeah, I'm a bit stupid and OCD and I can't miss a word. So I've been doing it for, I think it's about 500, right? And I've never not got it and I didn't get it. Snafu. Snafu is not a word. I refuse to believe it. S-N-A-F-U. Apparently it means chaotic or something. We even looked up on Google. It Even Google was like, I don't know what you're about. Perhaps that's one for Craig Travers. Craig, you need to keep giving, we, you need to keep uh, doing some words for us because uh, we're running, we're running short. We'll see you soon, hopefully. But Lewis Cook, I thought you know was good. You know, yeah, Lewis fine. Cook was good. Yeah. But you know Leicester were were getting into some more advanced positions. Yeah. Leicester wasn't overly tested no. though, was he? There was that there was that moment that I think Chris Meppen was almost held back, and then a shot came in. Which Neto saved. I think had it gone in, VAR would have cut. probably pulled it back. And then there was a header at the field. Was it a header or a, a shot at the far post where it was going wide anyway? But yeah. really, apart from uh, that, tip one over for Madison. Uh, yeah, that's right. Which is one of them. He's got to save. It was. But... It, it was probably going over anyway. Yeah, I think. It just but so. it just wanted. But other than that, there was nothing for the no. Leicester fans to to cheer about, and I almost felt sorry for them a bit. <laughs> I, I think we should have killed them off. We should have. And I think Gary alluded to that that it. We, we should have really yeah. been a bit more ruthless and, and at the end of the day if, if they had just you know you never at 1-0 you never know if they had just got a free kick and put it in the top corner yeah, or whatever you, you're, you're going you're really looking at, at negatives there about how we didn't kill this game off yeah. fortunately uh, we, we were fine and to our credit I thought from a defensive point of view I thought we were absolutely solid and didn't let them in mm-hmm. behind at all I think I uh, I said so I might have said it in the fan cams with Tiggs actually that you know as good as our centre-halves are Methman and Stevens they don't have a lot of pace mm. they've got Vardy they've brought an Iniacha they've got Dak how they're not getting them two centre-halves in a foot race yeah and I, I couldn't believe they didn't try and stretch them but that's well, credit to us the the um, you know the organisation of that not letting them get in behind well with the high defensive line that we were playing yeah. surely that was that was chance for Leicester to you know just put balls over the top and just to give yeah. You know, let uh, Vardy stretch. And I think that's but... where we defended from the front really well. Yeah, we I did. Thought our midfield protected them really well and just didn't let them play them balls. Um, but yeah, that was always my concern before the game was the that lack of pace in there. But yeah, we we were really comfortable. Mate. Just let them have it in front of us and, and dealt with it. And a few balls in the box. And I always feel comfortable in play when they're just chucking balls in. I think mm. Stevens and Mepham it's bread and butter for them. So yeah, really comfortable. And I think the the main concern was that we weren't killing them off and getting that second goal because we we should have, mate. We definitely should have. We're just taking a look at the shots timeline there. You can see that uh, Bournemouth registered more shots than Leicester, which is which is nice to see. We mm. got 19 as opposed to their 14. Of course, the one that went in, we all know about. I did say to Tiggs, right? I did say at half-time. Or even halfway through the second half, I said, you know on Match of the Day when they do their punditry? Mm. They'll focus on a player and they'll pick up lots of different moments. Billing. It was so clear it was going to be billing. And there, there were a couple of players, I think, were perhaps worthy of being mentioned in mm. the same breath as billing in terms of man of the match. I think the AFCB.co.uk, or on Twitter at least, when they yeah. had the vote, I thought they probably got it right with yes. regards to the four players. But um, your man of the match, is he? We'll take a look at the man of the match from who scored. But are you saying Phil Bill? I think Phil Billings, yeah, it wouldn't... Um, yeah, I think he's match winner as well, and he yeah. played well. But 8.5. Yeah, but he's also a match winner. But I think, uh, we, we've already mentioned it enough, but I think um, Rothwell was brilliant when he was on the pitch. And to be fair, again, I think just... 
I think it's worth making making a point of because of the criticism he had. I thought Lloyd Kelly was good at left back. I thought he I thought he done a really good job. Yeah. Don was usual, brilliant work rate and stuff mm. like that. There's a lot of I thought everyone was good. Yeah. But again, I think I briefly mentioned it, but we've got to mention Ryan Cristiano. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> what? Ha- oh, it is for I, I, a lot of people are saying, which I totally agree with. It's so frustrating that if he could just get some numbers and goals and assists. I know yeah. he got the winner against Leicester, to be fair, in the um, reverse fixture. But but then I'm thinking about it again. If he did get them numbers, he'd be at Barcelona. Yeah, I mean, his yeah. work rate is ridiculous. There was yeah. a time right at the end of the game when you start getting a bit nervy and you're thinking, oh God, are they going to chuck one more ball? And he nicks it back and just runs down. And he yeah, think, yeah. It's like he's been on the pitch for a minute. Yeah, um, so good. And on the vlog, I think there was no context because you couldn't see who it was. But I was saying, oh my God, that is brilliant. That is brilliant. Yeah, and, that I kept was, on saying, and that was him. Yeah. Just, just took the pressure off everyone. Yeah, just his work rate. But also, I think you're always going to get that from him and he's always going to do that and we know he's got that. But I thought what he did really well was how he used the ball, particularly that first half where, yes, we got it all down that left-hand side, but a lot of the time, him and Smithy were just combined and he always used it well. He didn't lose the ball. He was cutting inside, spraying nice passes. Um, I can't remember him losing the ball much. And to be, the amount of signings we made in January, the amount of players we've got that can play in his position... He's been given one opportunity off the bench, one against Fulham, yeah. and he's grabbed it and he won't let that shirt go. Mm. And he deserves massive credit for that. So, yeah, Ryan Christie, is, it almost feels like, oh, I forgot about Christie, we've got, we've yeah. got him. You know, it's, uh, yeah, really. And I think that international break where he's done really well for Scotland, it's almost like that's, he's kicked on from yeah, that, which is, which, is, which is great, mate. So, yeah, maybe his days aren't, aren't numbered. So, yeah, sorry to Ryan Christie because he's probably better than I ever thought he was. Yeah, I think he was, mm. he was brilliant. brilliant. And I was pleased for Gary O'Neill. Uh, and really hope we can kick on. Obviously, the next game that we're playing is not going to be easy. But um, I just, I just want us to play, play the right players in the right positions, and you know, see what we can do yeah. against Spurs. It's fair to say that the results everywhere else went went okay. Yeah. Obviously, we know that Everton got beat at Old Trafford. Villa did a job on Nottingham Forest. Elsewhere, though, Fulham, ah, they Fulham. last. Day. They are on the beach, aren't they? They're on the beach. We saw that against us. They're, I mean, obviously, they're missing Mitrovic, which yeah. I'm sure they'd point out if there's Fulham fans watching. Um, we really could have done with a favour, but... And uh, Wolves are getting a result against Chelsea. It wasn't ideal, me. but Chelsea had just... Yeah. Dreadful. And I know points-wise, and, you know, we keep changing our mind because I think a few people probably said a few weeks ago, Leicester will be fine. We're not saying that now. I have always felt out of all them teams, Wolves yeah. will probably be... Yeah. All right, I think they might end up the top of that pack, yeah. maybe with Palace. Um, but yeah, it was the West Ham one that I couldn't see. So yeah, a bit annoyed with Fulham there. But to be fair, they're, they're missing Mitro and they are definitely on the beach. I saw a few people, because we obviously have um, follow Sammy at Fulhamish. Mm. And I saw, so I see a few conversations with Fulham fans. And there's a few of them going, we're not safe yet. Oh, no. I'm thinking, right. what? You're all right. I mean, I think, to be fair, they haven't hit 40 yet. <laughs> But you're fine, by the way, absolutely fine. You're not going to lose every game. But yeah, yes, they're just mean, on the beach and West Ham took advantage. Is this going to be another season where we catch up and then we're only like two points behind again? That would be funny, wouldn't it? Uh, Matt, <laughs> tell you what, is Gary and Are they struggling? <laughs> are they struggling? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, no, that was that was a bit disappointing. I wasn't shocked about the Wolves, but actually, you know, Chelsea are not in a good place at the moment. Um, typical laps going back there and losing, but yeah, they're not in a not in a good place. So, but yeah, apart from that, mate, it was decent. And obviously, seeing Southampton you know, beat comprehensively to City as as they can do to teams. So yeah, that was good. And then obviously on the Sunday, one of them was always going to win or it was going to be a draw. But uh, a game I wanted two that. Halves or what? I mean, yeah. Blimey. I, I can't believe it. I, I keep saying about Leeds, I keep thinking, I've kept thinking they might have enough goals in them to stay up because yeah. they are front foot as we saw yeah. that in the first half. But then on the reverse hand, it does mean, yeah, but they're very open and they didn't play it well and Roy's at the wheel, bit of Roy ball. Yeah, get, get um, Roy. No Zaha either. Palace looked bloody we, amazing. Second uh, half. So we all thought that mm. the um, when we were inside the King Power chatting to a few Leicester fans we all thought that the Leeds ex-manager would be joining yeah. Leicester that afternoon but then sort of a, a couple of days later or whatever transpires that that's not the case yeah Dean Smith mm. um, who was obviously at Villa and at Norwich at Brentford before that they they looked like a team I know they I would totally appreciate Leicester fans saying that they needed to change something but you can't go you've already had two games without a manager you know you can't go much much more with the form they're on yeah because I didn't. I always feel like and I still probably just do that they might be alright, mm. but I couldn't believe how bad they were. No, I no, really couldn't. Um, really couldn't. And shout out to all the Leicester fans who after the game because every single they one of them come nice. up and said you fully, fully deserve that top away performance. You were miles better. They're almost resigned to it, aren't they? And weird. Unsurprisingly, if we take a look at the form table now, this is the last six games. It's better. 
if you take a look at the last five, because I think we're what? We're Europe. <laughs> I think we're fifth. <laughs> we're Europe. Leicester are bottom. Uh, yeah, awful. Uh, but you can see that um, based on the last six, we are in ninth position. So it's fair to say that... We are feeling a little bit more optimistic. It's not over yet. We know mm. it's not. But the way the results um, shaped, it means we're in 15th. And it also potentially means that mm. with the games that are being played next week, even if we lose to Spurs, there's a there's a good chance we won't be in the relegation okay. zone. Yeah, have a look at the detail with the fixtures. You know. I just can't... I'm just looking at this. This is the first time I've seen this like last six. Well, our West Ham seventh... They've been, all I've been hearing is about, you know, Moyes and they've been yeah. booing the players off and they, every time I watch them, they're awful. <laughs> Seventh in the forms are mental, isn't it? Yeah. It is mad. But um, yeah, again, I'm not going to judge too much because of what I said about people yes. that don't watch your team and et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, um, going into that going into that game, mate, I think we just got to, we got to take confidence. We haven't, am I, am I right in thinking that we haven't had a back-to-back wins all season? Mm. It's got, that, that ain't happening all season. I, I'm, no. I refuse to believe that. And I think this could... Mate, Tottenham... I don't know, did you watch match today? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the biggest robbery I've ever seen in football. I can't believe what I witnessed. I honestly cannot oh believe God. that. There's a video compilation put together by North Stand Chat or someone else from Brighton. And it's something um, unreal. Unbelievable. And they came out and apologised, didn't they? The uh, PGMOA. And I didn't realise Brighton said that's the, that's the fourth time that they've apologised to Brighton this season. And you look how well Brighton are doing, you think, bloody hell, imagine if they got some decisions. But yeah, it was outrageous. And, and the actual game, Brighton won miles better. Miles better than Tottenham. The thing with Tottenham is, which I always say, and obviously we'll go on to it when we do the preview later in the week, mate, but is if you, you could be in the game with Tottenham, we've seen it, we've tuned it up. The problem you have with Tottenham is they've got Harry Kane. Yeah, yeah. So if you could be in the game and be the better team, but he could just put the ball in the net. And Son's another player that can do that. No, he end up the season. So yeah, that's the only thing when you play Tottenham. But in terms of an actual game for ninety minutes, if we go toe to toe with them, I think we can. I think we can go and win that. Well, do you think the fact that the referees are going to be so aware of what happened yeah, in know. last week's game, they might some of the decisions might go in our favour? Maybe. Yeah, you never know. You never. Know. I don't know. I'm um, wishful thinking. Maybe. But yeah, I just there's one of them. I think it's a. A penalty call that the ref doesn't give. Is that the uh, trips him in the yeah. box? Montana, and then you think, and I can, yeah, and I can kind of go, all right, the ref, maybe the ref didn't see it. How then people with all their angles hmm. can't see that's a clear and obvious penalty is, so, is honestly beyond me. But right. yeah, I, I actually took some positive watching that, thinking Spurs are our next opposition. Yeah. Uh, we both watched the uh, Everton game as well on the telly on that Monday night football, yeah. and they were crapping that as well. Yeah. Uh, I think we can go there and win that, mate. Yeah. Oh, I love to, I love to hear that from you. Right then, mate. So here we're going to take a look at the lead table once again because it's time for the predictor, oh, mate. God. The legendary predictor where we're going to go and th- through it. Now, where do you think we should stop predicting results? Are we going for Crystal Palace and below? It's got to be. I mean, I really want to go put Chelsea in. But no, it's going to be 12-4 below. Um, definitely, yeah. It's like, mini- it's like Chelsea-Fulham yeah. on the beach... Everyone else got something to play for because even Brentford could. You remember, by the way, I want to do an apology. I want to do a quick apology. Go on. Just in case any Villa fans watching. Okay. I did not realise. I mean, the form's been unbelievable. I did not realise points wise how close you were. When we talked about. Um, I think it was the second look actually after mm. the Villa defeat. I said, yeah, Villa done well, but they haven't really got anything to play for. Oh my God, they're going for Europe. <laughs> <laughs> I did not realise how bloody. They're above Brighton and Liverpool. And I went, they haven't really got anything to play for. And a few Memories, people put in the like... chat about it. Uh, uh, Villa fans they went oh we still go for Europe I thought can they and I had a look at the time I thought oh so yeah just want to apologise for that and I bloody hope they do because I, I rate him as a coach yeah. and I think they are playing some, some brilliant stuff and you helped us by beating Forrest so I yeah. um, really appreciate that and uh, yeah just wanted to apologise on that Right, so um, we've all played the same games apart from West Ham yep. United and their game in hand um, that was on match week 28 mm. and it's been rescheduled to the third of May. They're playing Man City away, mate. So yeah. should we just should we just call that a Man City win at this sure. point oh, in time? Uh, yeah, no. Let's let's just whack, whack a two 0 on that. Yeah. I'd say. Um, so let's just, you know we're probably being nice by yeah, by going are. for a two 0 Let's so, just whack that on there. Yeah, I think a few people have been saying that lately to me. Um, uh, kind of oh yeah, West Ham got that game in hand, and I've been saying here's City away. Yeah. I mean, come on, surely they'll if they win. Yeah, this, this is going to age brilliant when they get to that. <laughs> yeah, but no, let's, let's just put 2 0 City, which I think is fair because it could be more. Right, so we're going to go on to the next match week, mate. Yeah. And uh, let's start yeah. off then, mate, by going, uh, what's it, Saints v Crystal Palace then, mate? 
Ooh. Well, are we going to be fairly snappy about this? But yeah, one one. Saints Palace, one all. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go one all. Saints need to get a point um, somewhere. Spurs v Bournemouth. Are we going to be? Are we? We're going to have to be like pessimistic with this, are we? Are we? Yeah. Oh, right. two one Tottenham. Yeah, two one. Uh, just in case you missed that one, Everton is above. Southampton game. Yes. Um, so Everton, I'm going to go one 0 win for Everton because I think Fulham on the beach and at Goodison, Everton will get points. One 0 win for Everton. Okay. What about Wolves v Brentford? One one. Yeah. Yeah. That's a tight game, but I think Wolves at home that'll help them. Man City is surely going to beat Leicester four nil. Four. Yeah. That's going to be a four niller. Um, West Ham got Arsenal. Arsenal desperate for the points. Yeah. Obviously, the pressure's on with them, so they they have to win. Yeah, I think it'll be tight than people expect. Yeah. No, I think I'm going to go two one Arsenal. Yeah. But I do think West Ham put up a fight at home. They won't want Arsenal win the league. Uh, Forest have got Manchester United at home. I'll go same again. I'll go two one United. Yeah, do you think it'll be a tight one? I do because I think Forest. I think we've all seen. We don't have to look at it. That uh, they're, they're doing all right at home. It's yeah. their away form. So yeah, that'll probably be quite tight actually. But I think Man United just have enough. And as Liverpool showed against Arsenal, they they can turn it on when they want to. Uh, two well, two. I think Leeds at home to Liverpool. Do you remember Liverpool, Liverpool have only lost at Anfield once this season, I believe, and it was to mm. Leeds. So at at Ellen Rose, that'll be. Oh a, yeah, that was um Somerville, wasn't it? Somerville, yeah, that'd be yeah. that'd be a big game. Um, and I I think Leeds have got. I, yeah, I'm just just being honest. I think Leeds can nick a point. All right, let's go to match week 32. We're not going to show you the table until the very oh. end. Okay. Um, right then, Arsenal will be Saints. I'm pretty sure that the Gunners are going to. We'll go two 0 Arsenal. Yeah, two 0 We're not going mad with these score lines, are we? No. I think I I think we're bigger. Fulham have got Leeds. That's a uh, half point. I'll go one one. Yeah, just because just because uh, Fulham are at home. Leeds are picking up some points yeah, here, mate. Hard, uh, they'll be yeah, delighted with you. Crystal mm. Palace v Everton is a tasty one. Two one Palace. Yeah. Yeah, I think right. that'd be tight. Um, Everton Leeds. I've got this thing in my head that they're so much stronger at home. I don't know why. I think it's the crowd and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. I think that Liverpool playing Nottingham Forest. That's going to be that's going to be a win in it. I think you know Nottingham Forest might. You know they put in a, a fairly good performance against Spurs. So I'm I'm talking yeah, yeah. like playing a big side. But I think Liverpool will just have too yeah, much. And especially Anfield. obviously, uh, yeah. And the race will be on for yeah. Europe. They you know they might be close. We know how tough it is at Anfield. Ten. Yeah. Minutes, no. <laughs> uh, I'm go oh, you just put three. Yeah, three. I'm, I'm go three. I was going to say I was going to say yeah. two nil. So that's fine. Um, Leicester v Wolves bit of a derby yeah well. a bit of a kind of middle I think clash, Leicester can't not win another game I'm going to say they win this one yeah so yeah I'm going to go 2-1 Leicester alright Leicester fans they might have, they'll have a new manager by then as well it'll be their first home game or whatever. Bournemouth v West Ham uh, 2-1 Bournemouth yeah and we'll caveat this because you'll think oh favouritism or whatever you said I think we did this in our studio mm. you, you know I looked at you were looking at the winnable games you were like nah 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 no that's the one so yeah West Ham okay. at home yeah, yeah 2-1 two. Two one Bournemouth. I think it'll be it'll be cagey, but yeah, I think we'll have enough. Yeah. Okay. So we've done all of the clubs in uh, relegation issues there. I'm pretty sure. So yeah. next match week thirty three Wolves against Crystal Palace. That's an Ooh. evening game. Evening game. I'll go one one. That's really hard, that, isn't it? Wolves Palace. Mm. I was going to say one all, unless you got any other thoughts. No, I think I think I think I'll take that, mate. Yeah. I think I'm happy with that. Um, Leeds v Leicester. I mean, you'd think. I'm going to go 2-1 Leeds. Under the lights. Leeds have got decent fixtures. Yeah. yeah Under the lights. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I agree. Um, I'll tell you what, Forest haven't particularly got it easy. Brighton at home. Again, I think they'll give a good account of themselves because they're at home. But Brighton, I just got. I just think Brighton are brilliant. Could they get a cheeky, a cheeky win, Forest? Or draw no, they're think? winning that. Draw? No, I'm going Brighton there, mate. Really? That is Brighton. I don't think people realise how good Brighton are. I'll go 2-1 Brighton. I, I, I do think Forest got a good home. It wouldn't shock me. But Brighton are a good side, mate. Okay, so West Ham against Liverpool. I feel the Liverpool are going to. 1-0 Liverpool. Yeah. Yeah, right. I'll go 1-0 Liverpool that. Yeah, okay. That's the uh, that's the evening of the Man City-Arsenal game. That's going to be well Ooh, tasty. Everton against Newcastle, the Anthony Gordon derby. Yeah, yeah. Whether he'll be featured or not. <laughs> yeah. After yeah. his... Um, yeah. Certainly yeah. might want to be subbed. I'll go 2-0 Newcastle, I think. They'll, you've got to remember, Newcastle still be playing for that top four as well. So they'll yeah. be well up for it. So yeah, I'll go 2-0. Uh, okay, and this is, uh, of course, the tasty one tasty Saints v, v Bournemouth mate and I always feel as though Saints like oh, do raise it when they play Bournemouth and oh, it's, yeah but they don't care um, yeah, I don't care. I can't predict Saints to win obviously no. I'm not going to predict us to win just no, because, I, and plus the only time you ever won at somewhere he's got relegated anyway I'll go for a 1-1 draw mate yeah I'll go for a 1-1 draw I think that's probably I'm trying to be fair probably yeah. fair there I mean yeah yeah stuff it <sighs> All right. Okay, match week 34 then. Crystal Palace are at home to uh, West Ham United. 2-1 Palace. 2-1 to Palace. All right, no worries. Brighton against Wolves. Is that a Brighton win? 2-0 Brighton. All right, okay. 
Uh, Brentford have got Forest at home. I'm trying to think, think. Well, I'm trying to think of game stake here, and I think by this point Brentford would realise they're not going to get Europe, and they might get on the beach. So I'm going to go Forest. I'm going to bit harsh on Forest. So I think they'll nick a point there. So I'll go one-one. Okay, and at some like when's Ivor Tony's? Like when that? When's uh, that going to be? It'll probably bloody end up that game or something. Yeah. When we need him, but uh, no, I think you'll see the season out. All right, uh, now you know what we we start at the start the season when the fixtures are out looking at this game fixing gog you know could you know could you know like tensions flare on a bank holiday <laughs> weekend mate we're both in the relegation mud uh. and on a high pressure fixture on a like on a sunday bank holiday the sun will be shining this this, this doesn't bode well this i'm trying to they've changed we know that yeah yeah i'm trying but not both to, have got leads i'm trying not to be like overly biased or po- <sighs> what do you think I think we could nick it. I think it's a draw or Let's go draw. nick. Let's go draw to make it not look too biased there. Because we beat West Ham, we've put on this prediction, so then a couple of draws. Yeah, yeah, let's go with that. I'm starting to be a bit concerned about how these results are going, mate. That's we'll, fine. we'll find out. All right, Newcastle have got Saints at home. 3 0 Newcastle. Yeah, all right. Anyway, that's down there. Jesus. And uh, Leicester versus Everton. Ooh. That's quite tough. Is that a dr- one all, yeah, go one all. I think a draw out of that. Yeah, right. go one all. Let's go. That's Let's quite go a lot. Draw. All right, points. then four, uh, four match weeks to go. Then um, Bournemouth. We got Chelsea. One 0 Bournemouth. We ain't go. We ain't got a whole season without beating Chelsea. I think we could beat them. I was going to say draw, but right. if you're, you can go draw if you want. Go one all. That's for no. That's fine. yeah, that's yeah. Fine. I don't want to be too no. optimistic. No, no. Spurs, Palace. Uh, two one Spurs. I think. Yeah, two on Spurs. Um, this is a tasty Midlands one again. Wolves yeah. versus Villa. Uh, I mean, Villa quality. But... Yeah, Wolves might need the points. I'll go for a draw in that one as well. Let's yeah. go one all. Yeah, we'll go for one all yeah. in that. All right, next Man City got Leeds United, so I think uh, uh, yeah, what's going to happen there? Four uh, one. See. Four one. Yeah. Give Leeds Beautiful. a go. Uh, West Ham at home to Man United. Mm. Uh, I'll go two one United. 2-1 United. Man United. Okay, yeah, all right, okay. Uh, Leicester are at Fulham. Oh, this is a, a tough one. another one because Fulham, it's again, it depends if they're up, but surely they won't still be on the beach. No, I know what you mean, and uh, yeah, they could have. Yeah, I'll let them nick that. 2-1 Fulham. 2-1 Fulham, yeah. all right, because they have got some quality. Yeah. Um, also, Everton are at Brighton. 2-0 Brighton. Yeah, all right, and then Forest v Saints, which is oh, massive, isn't it? huge, huge for both teams. I think Forest will, will win that 2-1. At home, yeah. yeah. At home with their crowd, yeah, yeah, I agree. Right, three match weeks to go. Crystal Palace v Bournemouth then. I don't think we win at Palace. Okay. Go 1-0 Palace. I don't think we win at Palace. No, no. All right, uh, Brentford versus West Ham. Uh, let's go 1-1. Yeah, you're being nice. You're being, you're being nice. Yeah, there. just because, just uh, as I mentioned earlier, I think yeah. that West Ham will need it, whereas Brentford is lovely now. Do you think Chelsea will have turned it around by that point? Will they Will they get a result over Forest? Or? They should win at home. I'll go 1-0. Yeah. I mean, they should win at home against most teams, maybe. Yeah. Although oh, yeah. they beat us. Everton, Man City. I think we know what's going on there. Yeah, 2-0 too. Yeah, 2-0. So I think uh, Saints v Fulham. 1-0. all. But that they might look at that and go winnable. Yeah. They could be down by this point. Are we going to give them a... Res- Should we give Saints a win? No, nah, grow up. One yeah. all. Move on. Sure. Yeah. Leeds v Newcastle. Are Saints not winning a game for the rest of the season or what? I think they... I oh, think I they put them win that I think game. they win that. I think they win it. It's absolutely bottom that. Leeds um, v Newcastle. Well, I think Leeds get a point. All right. 2-2. Two, two. This casts their Champions League in yeah, doubt, yeah, doesn't true. it? Uh, Leicester against Liverpool. I think... Liverpool will have enough one. Yeah, two one. I think it'll be quite tight. Yeah. Then. Okay. Two one. Uh, Man United v Wolves. Uh, two nil. Man United. Two nil to Manchester United. Okay, we're closing on closing in now. Wolves v Man United at home. Now, I'll caveat what. Like, what did you say for the Chelsea game? Well, I said we might nick it, and you said we draw. Yeah. Now, I think my opinion is that we will probably win one of them. Okay. But um all well, I do as well, but it won't be manually. Or we go two draws. <laughs> okay, let's put a draw then, one all. Because we put a draw for the other one, didn't we? Yeah, because I I don't know, I just feel as though we've got something. So yeah, yeah. you're gonna go one all? Yeah, yeah, go one. Uh, I reckon by then their top four can't do anything either, yeah. man you. So okay. yeah, that's true. Brighton v Saints. Three nil Brian. Three nil Brian. Okay, Fulham versus Crystal Palace. One nil Fulham. Yeah. yeah. 
you got to remember, this This is probably like last game at home. Yeah. I mean, that does help. So, um, yeah, I'll go 1 0 for them. Okay, cool. Uh, what else have we got? We've got Newcastle, Leicester. 2 0 Newcastle. Yeah, especially at home as well. Yeah. Um, New, uh, so, Forest have got Arsenal. 2 1 Arsenal. Okay. Uh, what else? Uh, West Ham v Leeds. Oh, that's quite a tasty one. Oh, I go one 0 West Ham actually. Yeah, I think I, I think they might just shave yeah, it. Yeah, just that. It's that home thing again, mate. I'm just trying to. Yeah. I'm and again, another one. Wolves v Everton as well. Is that is that? No, I go one all. Yeah, I was I was thinking that as well. Yeah, these are just such tight games, aren't they? It's yeah. So hard. One all. Right. Are you ready for the final weekend? Yeah, I'm a bit worried now, though. Mate, so am I. Because I just remembered who we got last day. Yeah. Yeah, go on. I'm gonna just gonna be honest. Yeah, go on. Oh, Palace Forest on the last day. So, all right, Palace Forest, yeah. 1-0 Palace. I think Forest are going, by the way. Just just looking at these fixtures as we go, they're, I think they could go. They've got some tough they're games. They're hard, aren't they? Um, Wolves are at Arsenal. 2-0 uh, Arsenal. Yeah, all right. Could win in the league, who knows? Okay, so Everton v Bournemouth, mate. 1-0 Everton. It's all right. Last time we went to Everton on the last day, we went down anyway after beating them, so it's fine. We might stay up on those. I'm level. really worried. We have to edit this whole video. Sam out to Liverpool, 2 0 Liverpool. They're gone, by the way. They're definitely gone. Leeds against Spurs? At home That's... last day, they'll win that. What? Well, Leeds will win it? Yeah, 2 1 Leeds. I'm worried about how this no, table's no, no, going to shape up. Leicester v West Ham United. 1 0 Leicester. Okay. 1 0 Leicester. Yeah. Mate, so. Oh, that's God. it. I tell you what, what'll be interesting before I actually see how this comes out. I've predicted without doing this in my head. I think that the three teams that will go down will be Southampton, yeah, Nottingham Forest, and West Ham. Okay, let's see if it works out. Right. So bear in mind, right, you can see, you're about to see the league table. We're only predicting the teams that are in the mire. Let's scroll down. Bournemouth, get in there. We're all right. We're all all right. Always Leicester, Leicester just against Leicester, Forest, and Saints. Are the teams 37 points? Where do we muster that from then? 37, that's all right. We're on 30 at the moment, aren't we? Yeah, that's fine. That's like, well, I think that's realistic. Mate, I don't would, think that's being too so, highest. Uh, would that be one of the lowest points tallies? Or like, what's yeah. been the lowest in the I Premier don't know League? What the lowest. A lot of teams have stayed up on 36. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's not too, not too bad, but yeah, interesting. Um, I mean, so basically, I'm saying that that looks like we're saying Palace are in no danger. If that's happening, we just need to like win at Spurs, then we might as well be on the beach with 33 points. Yeah, why not, mate? Easy, isn't it? I'm just Savan didn't make 30. It's going to age well when they finish above us, isn't it? Um, <laughs> what do we end up goal difference? Do we beat? Yes. Yeah. Forrest, cause Forrest got minus 36. Yeah. That's minus 31. Yeah, like minus 31. So there we go. Yeah, I, I think we've been pretty fair there putting us on and 37. you know what? I think I think there have been ones where we've been maybe a little bit... Well, you you know you put the draw for the Man U game. You can take yeah. that off if you want. Doesn't matter. We'd yeah. still finish in the same position for just one point. I mean, out. I could take one of the wins off as well and it'd be fine. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, what about that? What, what about that? What? You know, Gary O'Neill, like, if... It's, I, I was saying this to, to my dad the other day. It's really difficult because you have your own opinion and stuff. Since he got the job, we haven't sang that song once. Mm. And I feel like when we get a massive win like we did against Leicester, I'd love us to show, like, thank you, Gary, for this win. Sing the song. You know, everyone's happy. But then we look like hypocrites. Yeah. So you do, don't say... It's really difficult. And I don't know what people think because, you know, I'm, it, is, it is difficult, mate. It is really, really difficult. Listen, if, he, if we stay up, you go... He, he done the bare minimum. He got us, mm. he got us safe. You know, happy days. I just, I personally, just my personal opinion. I, I don't think our squad is as bad as people make out. I think we've got a better squad than three teams in this league comfortably. Uh, Forest have signed thirty players. I'd much rather our squad. Mm. You know, we leave players out that are that are bloody good, and we spend hundred million or whatever it was in January. So yeah. I think we should be staying up. But if he keeps us up, I'll be I'll be taking that off and going I wasn't sure you could do it guys you've done your job happy days. happy days that's all I care about mate so this video could age badly and I'm just thinking what I'm going to label it I'm, 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 I'm going to label it Mine these is... three teams are going down and I'll blur out the crests right. so they don't know click 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 um, <laughs> but you know I think I've, Saints is fair Forest's running is horrific yeah um, Leicester's form is not particular. I mean, there's a thing. The thing, the caveat is West Ham could change with Europe and. All but then that we saw that form table previously, and it was like they're, they're, they're doing all right. 
Newell, but yeah. I just either they've got Europe as well to think about. Yeah, yeah, I do think they'll play a part. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know why. It's just, it's just opinions, and uh, it's not very nice to predict so many wins for Leeds. But I just, there's something about they just lost five one by the way. But it's yeah, just something yeah. about them going forward and that home crowd that I do think they'll pick up some points. <laughs> um, Finishing above us. Yeah, it's a bit worry. Yeah, but I said we said we'd draw that game, didn't we? At home? Yeah, yeah, we'll win that really. Yeah. And we ain't drawn a Southampton, we'll win that as well. I reckon we'll probably be above Chelsea. Alright. Happy days. We've um yeah, so we've been fairly I think been right. Yeah, not pessimistic. I think yeah, no, that's fair. All right. Ground. Let us know what you think. We appreciate that if you've been listening to this, um, it's probably not but we, we we might have to cut this out of the audio pod because people yeah. people I think we spoke through it quite well. I think we yeah. articulate ourselves brilliantly as always. Okay, well if you've if you've heard it mm. and you want a, some context, have a look at the YouTube video and there's something that people can do. If they like the YouTube video, in their top, mm. yeah, like it. If yeah. you like it, like it. It's not rocket science. I mean, I don't know why more people don't do it. To be honest. Uh, so, Tom, yeah, at the weekend, we were in a pub and you were drinking Carling, weren't you? Of course. Yeah. Imagine not drinking Carling. Yeah. Imagine What's not there? drinking Carling, and there's a reason why we love Carling so much because. They are powering the local legends evenings across the country with with local legends of football clubs. I think they did like Shea Given for one of them. There's actually a video online where you can see it. And there's one for Bournemouth. And it's me. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Steve Fletcher, of course, of course local legend. And uh, we are pleased and privileged to mm. have been invited to host the event. It's on May the 9th, the evening of May the 9th. It's at half past six in the evening, as I said, at the Brunswick in Charminster. Tickets have already sold, like, really quickly. Um, so I do, by, this, by the time this video is out, there might not even be any left, I don't know. So if you get chance, mm. we'll post the ticket link below, click it and just get your ticket. Because the early bird price is a fiver and it includes a pint of carling. So what's going to happen is going to be a little introduction with myself and Tom. We're going to be interviewing Fletch for about 45 minutes we'll have a break and then we'll do a, a fan Q&A where we're going to be roving in amongst the crowd and you can ask Fletcher questions and you know by that time you know we'll probably be safe looking up the table rather than down and everyone should hopefully be in good spirits but afterwards there'll be um, a good chance to have a little meet and greet with Fletch and get a few photos with him yeah. as well and you know for the price of a fiver that is absolutely super. I'm sorry that we're hosting it, but you know you have to take the rough with the smooth, don't you? So and yeah, Steve Fletcher and Sam Davis in one night, mate. They are buzzing for it. But no, this ticket sold really well, so it's not don't surprise me because yeah, Fletcher's good with his stories and uh, and he, and you got to remember as well, he's still at the club and mm. and all that stuff. He's got a state a stand named after him, so yeah, proper legend. So yeah, absolutely privileged to to be asked to. You know, asking some questions ourselves, mate. So yeah, really looking forward to it. It should be a good night. And good pub as well. Yeah, it is. At like this early them. stage, it'd be really interesting if you've got any questions that are kind of like in your brain now. Like, please don't yeah. forget them. Just send us an email. Do it. Do it privately. Okay. Do it to fans at aacbpodcast.com or if you got us on Twitter or Facebook, send us a an inbox message or a DM because we don't we we want the surprise of the questions to be experienced by all fans. Yeah. We don't want fans to know what's coming. One thing I did think of doing, mate, mm. is um maybe a bit of like you know. When you say a word and like the first thing that comes into your head when you so like we could do like a bit of word association with Fletch like Chow. you know like Eddie Howe yeah yeah Fraser oh yeah good call good call I like Just that imagine. you're all right aren't yeah, you? that would be super right, yeah. but look yeah we got loads of ideas to make it mm. a fun fun night and yeah we can't wait to do it so link is in the description below if you want to come along to that Tom. Mm. I've enjoyed tonight. It's been a pleasure. It's yep. it's not often we got smiles on our faces. It may be a different mood after the Spurs game. You never know. But if we see a performance, then yeah. you know we'll be happy. And it's yeah. we can take it into some games exactly. that are crunch games. Yeah. And we've shown that in the crunch games, we we do all right. Yeah, and I think if we if we go into it thinking oh it's Tottenham and a bit like the Brighton game, we sit off them, we won't get anything. Mm. If we go toe to toe with Tottenham and they're a little bit too good, and people like Harry Kane score a couple of goals, and we're not yeah, good yeah. enough. We're not going to be... Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. it's context. But um, yeah, I, I think we're, we're a good side. They're not in a great place. So yeah, let's let's go for them, mate, and see what happens. But And then there's some big games to come after that. So mm. we're in better spirits anyway, mate. Better spirits. Okay, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the next one. Love the chest. Richie. Maybe on Walker. Q.
Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.